Alright, so now it's getting for friend and it's pretty late. Um, what are uh, is everyone else doing? You're still out. So you filled up all of your bombs. What are you going to do now? Um, if Darren asks, Amelia does have food. She has yeah. a small kitchen because she sometimes spends entire nights in the <laughs> workshop. Is it all hot pockets? Is it, is it well stocked? Dairy can cook, by the way. <laughs> uh, the question is, can cook? It's not stocked with like fresh food because she doesn't like it's stuff that will last long and like is like if she isn't here like using the kitchen for like a, a week or so. Yeah, hundreds of cans of beans and just pizza pots as far as the eye can see. Yeah, it, it's mostly. You can make some beans. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's not no like fresh fruits or like meats yeah. in there. It's like canned, dried, frozen. Stuff that keeps. Yeah, stuff that keeps. Darian will make a great vegetarian meal plus, like, some pizza pockets. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the nice cob salad with a pizza pocket garnish. <laughs> yeah, I brought you breaded chicken cutlets with a side of mustard. This is chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah. Just gonna eat the foods. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah, so time passes. Um, Kari, what are you up to? Since you didn't go back with Gene to the dojo, you're still at the thing. Do you yeah. partake in Pizza Pocket Salad? Woo! What's this you got here? Um, food. Cool. You can eat some. I would love some. Thank you. So, there yeah. You <laughs> I pick up the Pizza Pocket, I look it over, then I bite into it and. Whoa! <laughs> oh no! It's oh, like gosh, what kind of a, oh, what molten center is this? <laughs> ah, you found the trap, kid. Oh, it's a portal to the <laughs> elemental plane of fire. <laughs> Artificial flavorings, mostly. Oh wow, that is the hottest thing I ever experienced. Woo! Yeah, so she she's gonna go to the kitchen and get a glass of water just to, because yeah. Kari, being a witch, has never experienced the molten center of a pizza pocket, which is known to exceed the sun in pure temperature. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, anyway, she's going to hang out and have dinner and stuff. All right. So a couple hours pass for everyone involved. And at this point, Gene sort of like comes back into the face. And he's feeling like you can clearly tell that he's feeling very glad. Like something good has happened recently. Oh. Some- Ugh, evening, everybody. So are we ready? Gene, what's going on with you? Um, well, a lot of things. Okay, this is going to sound weird, but do you trust me? Yes. <laughs> okay, I I kind of need to show you guys something. Okay. And, like, Gene's spirit manifests behind him, and, like, it sort of, like, slowly comes over, and you see it do that thing where it, like, put, uh, in like, Gene's obviously put a, like, finger in, uh, like, some stick. So it grabs my shoulder. It grabs your shoulder, but then the fingers kind of, like, sink in. Okay. Yeah, and all of a sudden... You hear, like, and it starts, like, tapping your shoulder with one of its fingers. And you start hearing words in your head in Gene's voice. What? Gene? I, I think we figured out, me and my dad, we, we figured out what my spirit ability is. What is it? I seem to have the ability to, like, implant things into people's minds. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but that's kind of the gist. Whoa! Like, for example, watch, and the spirit, like, moves back... And it does that to Gene, and he just goes stiff and falls over. Gene? And then after a while, the spirit, like, touches him again. Ugh! Oh, thank goodness you didn't kill yourself. No, that's the thing. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, what happened to Yates? I don't think it was my fault. Well, kind of, but not, like, the way we thought it was. Uh... Like, the thing I just did there, I told my... I told... The spirit to implant the idea of locking up all of my muscles in my body. Oh. Hence the reason why I fell over like a statue. My dad thinks the thing that happened to Yates may have been some sort of, like, mental trap. Maybe a spirit ability, maybe something else. But something that was core put in him to make sure that he couldn't talk. Do you think you'd be able to fix him now that you've figured this out? Not really. I... I kind of went to the hospital back when we were waiting for Epimethea to go through the crime scene. Uh, he's in a vegetative state. Yeah. And the doctors say that there's very little chance that he's coming out of it again. That sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know what this ability can do all the way, but... Yeah, it's it's weird, let me tell you. Hmm. 
One other thing, that word thing I was doing with you, it's only one way. I can't, you can't send messages back. Okay, so you send messages to me, but I can't send any to you. Got it. Alright. How deep do you have to point that thing? Because, I mean, uh, that means it will clang a wrench against the... The The armor? And, like, uh, it seems to work on touch, but uh, here, let me try something. Put your arm in one of the suits. Well, try it. Yeah, so, yeah, then we'll jump into the Epimetheus dude. Yeah, and then the spirit comes over, and it, like, taps, nothing, taps, nothing, taps, and then all of a sudden you hear tapioca. Did you hear that? I heard tapioca. Okay, um, I think I figured out the death. It's just needs to touch skin, I think, or something like that, or at least penetrate through. Mm. Okay, that's interesting, but I kind of figured out a better way to communicate, and that means it will, or container will, like, get out of the suit and, like, hand everyone a little earpiece. Oh, cool. Cool. Bluetooth. Yeah, so they're... Uh, these are closer to, like, leverage-style earbuds. Ah, yes. That, that are concealable and basically... So, uh, as long as these are in your ear, uh, you can hear me talk while the suit is on mute. Huh. Oh, I see. This is how you can pass us information. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Yeah, and if you get caught, just say that you're you're talking with Delphi, and that... And we'll just say that that's who's answering the phone. Got it. Makes sense. At this point, um, Darian, you get a text on your actual phone uh, from Leo, and it's like, Yo! Your robot buddy is really cool! Darian texts the little, like, okay The okay sign? I'm making him buy me weed! Remember, he actually, like, makes, like, grows weed, remember? That was his thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was Leo's thing. He actually had to grow off. He's buying new strains. <laughs> Alright, so the hour approaches, and I suppose that you guys head over to the church. Yep. Epimetheus Invisible! Hey! I meet up with you guys outside of the, um, like, like a couple blocks away from the church. Okay. In an alleyway. <laughs> Imagine it's like, I'm invisible, but you're still a robot, so it's all like, gong, gong, gong. Epimetheus can fly. Ah, right. Smart. You just hear this like, <laughs> Yeah, so the... Yeah, so you're you're in an alleyway. The wall slides open. Everyone comes out. All right. Uh, so I'm in Mr. Medium mode. Wooly, it's about time you got here. You've been waiting for uh, several minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we came as fast as the secret tunnels allowed us to, Medium. <sighs> oh, by the way, here's your phone back. Ah, good. Still download plenty of pay-per-views. <laughs> Also, we got this, and I get one of the earbuds that Epimedia gave us. Should fit under a mask. It fit under mine. You see, you see Media like trying, like pulling it, trying to force it under. Do you need some help with that? You could just turn around for a sec. We won't peek. And just like eventually, knocks over a garbage can. <laughs> oh, there's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm good. Testing. It was it was for the right side, right, not the left. The they're omnidirectional. You hear in the earpiece. Epimedia is not talking. Also not visible. <laughs> whoa, whoa, oh, ah, she's here. Ah, so I see. No, you can't. Go, Epimedia. <laughs> <laughs> so like what? those Greek Greek ghosts. <laughs> so what did you find out? Well. Our buddy Luther is uh, working as a uh, second string to the uh, old pastor in there, just sweep it up like some sort of, you know, jobber. <laughs> okay. But uh, apart from that, it seems pretty okay. No weapons, no secret chairs or sledgehammers lying around. Through <laughs> the throws to be a chair. <laughs> One comes down from the rafters. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise it's uh seems okay in there. Yeah. Also, and Gene says out loud, also, and like the spirit like touches you a bunch, and you hear inside your head, I can do this. Whoa! Hey! 
man does not just get into another man's head without his permission. Sorry, right. I'm pretty excited. This is a big deal. <sighs> next time. All right, I'm gonna be putting a finger inside of you next time, <laughs> dude. You should be seriously. careful how you say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he knows. He knows. <laughs> also, uh, how are how is Darian transferring like all of the bottles, uh, ball, all the Molotovs he made? Hockey bag. <laughs> so there's a hockey bag that's just conspicuously clinking every time you start taking a step. Yeah. All right. There's not too many. I'm going light. Okay. So you head into the church, and like you get up the front door. Do you knock, or you just go right in? According to the I sign, the idea is invisible. Is invisible. Yeah. So start, everyone just start cleaning the bottle. Luther, come <laughs> I, I will point out that, like, based on the the sign, like for the times of the church, the church is technically closed, like just closed. Okay. Hmm. All right. So I'm gonna knock. All right. So you knock, big hearty knock, and you hear like a bolt unslide on the door, and the door opens, and there's this old man wearing like a, a priest's uh, garment, basically like a, a nice suit and tie. So the, he have a sleeping cap on? No, no. Everybody either screwed style? No, no. He, he's like, oh, yes, um, you must be the guest that Luther mentioned. Hmm, odd bunch you are. Very well, very well. He trusts you. And he sort of like opens the door. Please come in. I'm Father Morris. Hmm. It's right, he's playing this heathen god in point and looking at Ephemedia. Ephemedia is invisible. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say to Father Morris, are you planning on murdering us? Heavens no? It's a well, sin, dear. <laughs> it's a sin, my boy. <laughs> there is a girl. Oh, okay. God. That happens to be real. <laughs> <clears throat> also, lizard genetics. Um, no, just too much. Everyone knows all lizard people look like guys. I mean, he seems pretty taken aback that you'd immediately assume that he's gonna murder you. This is a church after all. <laughs> okay. I'm watching. Alright. <laughs> okay. Whoa, he there, lay off the father. Pastor. <laughs> I'm not Catholic. Whatever. <laughs> uh, okay, well, um... Yeah, so we're going to go inside and we're going to see where Luthor is. Alright, so Luthor is mm. at the altar. Mm. Just, as, just as we're going in the door, um, Darian's going to go, Psst, Kari. Yeah. She's going to pass her. <laughs> He's going to pass her one of the knockout bottles. Uh, I give you a look that kind of like, <laughs> Really? Just smash it over his head. <laughs> if he tries anything. <laughs> I just silent it and put it in my coat pocket. Mm. So, yeah, oh, best the, the idea. Door seems stuck for a couple yeah, seconds. like, he, oh, oh, this damn thing's so stubborn. Ah, there we yeah. go. And he, like, closes the door. And, um, yeah, so you see Luther. Um, Mr. Medium, you notice that he's changed out of, like, the suit and stuff that he had. He's now back to wearing the wide brimmed hat and the cloak. And the church is okay with this, huh? Mm, he's helpful around the place. We'll see. I know. Mm. All right. They could just turn into full-blown demon men. <laughs> so. So, at this point, he sort of, uh, Luke, uh, Father Morris calls up the back, Is there anything else you need, Luther? Like, no, Pastor, thank you. You've been very kind to me. Uh, God be with you. And he's like, ah, yes, goodbye. And he opens the door, leaves, and then Luther, like, turns around and faces you guys. And Brandon, you notice... There is now a table, sort of like between the last pew and where the altar is. Is that up a table? <laughs> you should move the chair! <laughs> but there's a table that wasn't there before, and it looks like when Luther turns around... How sturdy does it look? And I'll have you know, I am an expert when it comes to the sturdiness of table. <laughs> it is very sturdy. Okay. Do you think it could hold up if somebody dropped in person on it from 15 feet up? Debatable. It does look very solid, but you don't know how old it is. <laughs> all right. All and right. it looks like that um, on the other side of the table, um, Luther has actually set like someone has set up like a set of chairs, almost as if this is like a business meeting sort of thing. Really? One for uh, well, each of you, but the harpy's not here, and Epimethea probably isn't going to sit down. Epimethea's invisible. Yeah, still invisible. Epimethea's actually floating at this point. Okay. Ah. Huh. So he turns around and, you know... Wait, do you make sound when you're floating? Okay. It's not obvious. Play the summer jets. 
And so Luther magnetism, <laughs> power, anti-gravity. So at this, he like gets up very, and he like makes a big display of opening his cloak so that you can see he's not armed. Like you can see that he's got no weapons on him. He is wearing like the same sort of like armor that you guys saw him in originally. So he's like he's wearing tactical armor, and then he sits down. When he, when he, when he opens his coat, I I take that as like as a challenge, so I, I open up mine, and then I start doing, like, like, ring-like stuff, like, and then, and then I quickly realize, it's like, I just kind of stop, like, good, you know yourself in a house of God. And this, he takes a seat, and he beckons for the people that he can see to take a seat. Darren doesn't say Crisscross their arms. <laughs> no, no, you have to flip the chair around, and then... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It could be part of some kind of secret trap door. How sturdy are the, the How sturdy are the chairs? The chairs are just like folding chairs. Perfect. This <laughs> <laughs> read knows all about these guys. Yes. Ah, yes. Good year. Uh, uh, the sixty-seven. <laughs> Menmark. Ah, oh, good. Good year for chairs. <laughs> Very sturdy. Solid construction. A man's head could go right through it, and it would still function as a chair. <laughs> all right. So, does anybody else take a seat? I'll take a seat begrudgingly. I'll sit down. Alright. And I'm and watching him like a hawk. And oh no! <laughs> the nail ball happens. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, there aren't armrests, so the so things can't like, attach to our wrists. No, no, there's not. They're holding chairs. Yeah, they're holding <laughs> chairs. You can just collapse it. Mr. Medium has an intrinsic knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> I, know these, I know these chairs are safe. If anything, <laughs> they go, ah, yes, I can feel the Earth's vibration through the chair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, good. It appears that we have civility. I suppose, then, we should do with introductions. My name is Luther, be thou the antithesis of the sinful, for he has damned them Satan. Whoa! That is S-E-Y-T-O-N. Do not think otherwise. Satan? Satan. S-E-Y-T-O-N. How do you fit all of that on a card? He pulls out a business card and slides it across to you, and it just says... Is this like an older spelling? Yes. Um, fun fact. Um, <laughs> no, wait, Luther has to tell us this. Darren asks in character. <laughs> it is a good godly name. It is what my parents gave to me, and that is what I go with. No, Satan. Yes, it is a good godly name. Wait, what? Wait. I don't think we went to the same church for <laughs> children. I'm confused, man. <sighs> You really throwing me for a loop here, pal. He like takes um like a piece. Uh, he basically is like S E Y T O N, and he pulls out a Bible and he smacks it on the fucking table, and almost as if by rote, he opens it up and slides it across the table, and you read a psalm in where a man is named Satan. S E Y T O N. Oh. Now that sounds the same, spelled differently. Yes. Uh, homonym. Yeah, that's it. Is that it? Yeah. Well, well, uh, I apologize. School must have been real hard for you, especially if you went to Christian school. At this, he sort of glowers at you. So... And you are... And he sort of, like, gestures to three people sitting in front of him. Four? Uh, Oh, Gene's there, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess technically Gene is sitting in it, and Gary is in it. Yes. Yeah. The stands. Pull. <laughs> uh, Mr. Medium. Number one contender. You could say I'm the cream of the crap. Stow your showboating. <laughs> this is a house of God. Sounds like cream of the crap. <laughs> and he looks at Kari. And he looks at Kari. Kari Edel Spout. Good. And. Sajin. And then he sort of looks over in Darian's direction. And then he looks at the hockey bags. Then he looks at Darian again. Then he looks at the hockey bags again. Then he looks at Darian again. And he sort of cocks an eyebrow. The stuff. And you are? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say. It's not in the Bible. Darian has no fucking clue what her superhero name is. But she doesn't trust this guy. She just like, Wait, oh, someone look name. up Darian in the Bible. <laughs> you hear the earpiece. <laughs> Where are the other two? But you see, they're uh, indisposed. 
Very well. Or they could be waiting outside to ambush you if you try to take us out. <laughs> Should I roll lie? <laughs> Maybe. Do I even have lie? I don't think I have lie. Oh wait, I do. Nothing. Uh, so he got two eights. So he just sort of laughs and says, Ha! I believe that if you wanted to kill me, you would have done so already. The fact that you're even here at least shows that you're at least somewhat trustworthy. Even if not. Now, Miss Edelspout, what exactly do you know about something known as the Hierophant? I know a fair amount. Why? Well, because that is the reason that I've asked you here, and... I'm not surprised. Hmm. Mm, nope. And that is the reason why I'm asking for your cooperation. With what? You know of the Hierophant from what I can surmise, based on my knowledge, that you believe him to be some sort of myth, a fairy tale to scare young children. All wizards and witches do. Yeah, so unfortunately, the thing that you know is he is not a myth. He is in fact far more real and far more terrifying than anyone could ever imagine. Mm. While it is true that he did manage to find a way to seek the nexus of magical energy, the part that is often left out of the stories, the ones that say that he was either destroyed or fell into madness, was that he succeeded and in doing so gained unimaginable power, at the cost, however, of being separated from his emotions entirely. Huh. <clears throat> and to that I have to ask, what exactly did the Hierophant tell me, tell you about me? That you're a witch and wizard hunter and that you try to kill me? Hmm. Well, it's good to know that I was, my suspicions were in fact correct. I didn't know that you met him, but now I do. And at this, he sort of leans across the table, and he's like, So then why are you here? In all honesty, your guess is as good as mine. I guess we wanted to hear both sides of the story before we acted without thinking. <laughs> A wise decision. The Hierophant may be true by vocation. Maybe about not my aims, but certainly not that. However, I believe that he is misleading you for a purpose for his potential gain. And who's to say that you're not doing the same? At this, Satan, like, very slowly reaches into one of the pockets on the thing and pulls out a small, almost circular-looking object made out of, like, wrought iron with a little, like, nodule at the top. He flips it open, and it kind of looks like uh, a compass, almost, with, like, an arrow that's sort of, like, lazily drifting around. In the top right-hand corner there is a small crystal that right now seems to be, like, not doing anything. You also notice that there's, like, a small recess in the middle of the particular thing, but it's just sort of, like, the needle sort of, like, just drifting around. What is your base domain, Miss Edelspout? I don't know if I'm comfortable telling you that. Well, then... Woo-wee! You'll just ask a lady personal questions without, you know, taking them out for a nice dinner? You gotta respect women! You give that one back. <laughs> well then, considering... Darian gives Mr. Medium the thumbs up. Well then, considering the confidence that you had a few days ago, I'm going to take a guess and say terror. And at this, Medium reaches over to the crystal and twists it. Medium? Oh, sorry. Uh, Luther reaches over to the crystal and starts to twist it. And as it does, a sort of like light starts shining through the crystal. And they start changing colors, going from red to orange to green to a light turquoise blue. And as it does the turquoise blue, the needle basically like sort of stops, pivots, and slowly wiggles back and forth until it points directly at Carl. This device is, well, you could call it something of a tracking device, capable of tracking users of a magical persuader. Now, this is what I find most interesting. And medium starts usually the Luther. Luther. I am. I'm. I'm in your mind, Harry. <laughs> so, and this is what is interesting. Usually, this device. Usually, this device tracks magicians through their base domain. 
And this is what I find the most curious. And at this, he starts switching rapidly between the different colors, moving and like moving the device back and forth. Regardless of what color comes up, the arrow never leaves Carl. Like, even on domains that you don't have any access to, it still points at you. You sure that isn't just broken? I assure you, I have kept this device in my possession for hundreds of years. It has survived generations within my family. It is most assuredly working. Yeah, Kari's peering at it as though she's... Yeah, she looks slightly confused by all this, and... So what? A little suspicious. The medium, like, leans in. So, like, uh, what's the deal with that thing? I wish I knew. You see, this is my dilemma. I have never met a magician capable of being tracked by all of the eight domains. And this is why I think the Hierophant has some use for me. The Hierophant is something of a collector, seeking rare and magical artifacts in order to try and pursue some vain attempt at recovering what he lost, or at the very least, attaining more power, which is which I'm not entirely sure. And this is why I wish to to join up with you. The Hierophant is a cunning foe, and one far difficult for me to take out by myself. So it is with some grudging and hesitation that I ask you to help me. Hmm. Give us a few minutes to talk about this first. Very well. And with that, he sort of like gets up and like, I shall give you five minutes. Turns and enters into like a side door to like a like a sort of like quarters or something like that. So, real quick, um, empathy because yeah, been watching. Anybody yeah. want to join in? I'm gonna join in. I, I rolled and failed, so I didn't say well. anything. I got eight. Six. Eight. Oh, I got six, six, six. Ah, <laughs> oh, I win, right? The power of Satan. All right. So, Kari, you're not entirely sure what to make of this. Um, Darian, you, like, he seems pretty intense, but he certainly believes what he's saying. And the very- Yeah, they always do. Yeah. <laughs> um, as for Epimethea, pulse didn't change, no excess of perspiration or fidgeting. If he's telling a lie, he's doing so extremely well. Oh, wait, I forgot. I actually have a whole bunch of extra dice from the suit. Whoa! Oh, wait, no. I can only roll up to the... The dial event. Uh, no, only up to seven because I've, uh, no, actually, I don't even roll seven. Sorry, I need to roll a completely different set of dice because I can only use Stonearm on invisible. Ah, right. Oh, yeah, you can't even see him. Uh, okay, so that goes to two tabs. Okay. So, yeah, like, no fluctuations in his pulse. Um, well, you, have, you have empathy as an ability? I, it's my only perception as. Oh, well, you're not rolling empathy in your own perception, are you? Okay, I will perceive what... What, what can I tell using sonar to just, like... He's not... Like, he's still very still. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that he's speaking, your sonar would just, like, not... Like, would pass over him thinking he's an object in the room. Okay. So, he's extremely calm and seems to do so to the root man. Could mean that he's certainly telling the truth. Could also mean that he's just very well trained. You're not 100% sure from the sun. Okay. Darian, you... Sonar's not a lie detector. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darian, so regardless of that information, Darian, you get the feeling that he's certainly telling the truth. Like, he's certainly... Telling what he believes to be the truth. The truth, yes. Mr. Medium failed, so he doesn't trust him. You don't trust him. You don't let anybody in. I don't trust people. I trust that media. I trust station. That's true. I like I, I like Kari, but I don't know her well enough to trust her, and I definitely don't trust the heartbeat. Yeah, yes. What about me? I, we have like barely ever spoken. Yeah, I gave your you major time. interaction has been her carting around a bag that clinks suspiciously <laughs> every time she moves. Yeah, I've, we've never really had a conversation, so I'm handy. Maybe if you showed a little interest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, you have five minutes. What do you discuss? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, FDM over the... This, the earpiece. Okay, so... From what I... I'll be honest, I don't know magic stuff at all. So, uh, right now, my, my main thing is I'm pretty sure we could take this guy in a fight. 
Uh, I'm not certain about this hierophant. What sort of proof do you have that the or what sort of proof does he have that the hierophant is doing something bad? Well, I'm gonna give you this one. You can't free. speak to Emmethia. You can only speak because yeah. she. Well, well, no, you can speak to the ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, and you can speak to each other. Yeah. I'm speaking. To not we're literally in front of him. There's no way. No, no, he went to a side room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's polite. My bad. All right, so Sorry, I'm going to give you this one for free since it was a long time ago. Um, when the hierophant possessed that dude to ask for information. The picture he was using was the one oh, from the core dossier. Uh, that guy was the, the guy who was possessing him was the hierophant guy. I thought it was Luther. No, no, it's, no, no, no. it was like you even asked him and he said, "Yes, I possessed him." Huh. Remember, you wanted right. to figure out that bet. Oh wait, the hierophant was the guy in this, the bunker in the not the bunker the, the, parking, the, garage. the parking garage. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he was the cone of cement man. Yes. Oh. But yes, so I'm going to give you that one for free since it has been a while since we played the last game. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. Then, then Evan responded. Well, the uh, the hierophant had access to stuff from that core dossier, which makes me think that he's probably at least somewhat affiliated with them. All right. Which I wanted to kind of ask about last time, but you know, earpieces. Hmm. So, at the very least, we got some stuff that we talk to the higher what, what Brandon's doing actually is um, as she's speaking Brandon is trying to relay it relay the same stuff she's saying out to everybody because he's, he's scared Luther's listening so he's trying to be like yeah remember that core thing that was something we should rem- remember and he's like trying to speak while he's listening to what she's saying so it just sounds like he's doing a really shit monologue <laughs> Yeah, and like, uh, 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 what we were gonna do with uh, the guy cement thing. Well, Darian said that. Yeah. Alright, so, what do you guys uh, think we should do? Well, uh, here's a question. Kari, do you seem to know about the, the Hierophant? A little. What do you, how would you rate our chances against him? All five of us plus Luthor? Maybe? I mean, given that he's trying to regain power and stuff like that, I'd say I really don't know. Okay. Uh, I might have to stop back at the, at the base to, to re-equip then. I'm kind of built for a quick escape. Yeah, maybe tool up for a you know, heavy-duty fight. Okay. All right. At this, um, Luther like opens the door and says, "So, have you come to a consensus?" Yeah, we're, we'll help you out because the the hierophant might have some information that we could use. And if what you're saying is correct, then this doesn't really bode well for a lot of different things. And at this, like Satan smiles, like, "Ah, good. It's good that you see the reason." Empathy check. Two sixes. He is quite pleased with this result. As he should be. Yes. Well then, what exactly did you talk about before, now that we've established that you've met us both? Well, uh, to be honest, I don't remember too much of it, because I was drunk at the time. But... Ah, so that's why you were in that parking garage. (sighs) Yeah, well, look. We talked to him, he said that you know, you would be after us, and he told us to go after you. But then we found you, and you said that he's got some bad things planned. So, yeah. It's a bit of a switcheroo. Interesting. Tell me, what exactly did you agree to anything with him? No. You did. Well, you kind of did. You said that you wouldn't contact him until after Satan had been you said to bring him back to the parking garage. Right. Oh, yeah. He said that he wanted to bring you to the parking garage. Ah, so he intends to lay a trap. Yep. Hmm. Then let's double trap him! Let's flip him around, give him the old switcheroo! As much as your boisterous friend is an annoyance, he may be right. The best way to gain his trust is to think that his plan is succeeding without a hitch. And then when it looks like everything's going well, we hit him when his back is turned. Precisely. Hmm, you would have made a fine witch hunter. 
Yeah. <laughs> if not for the fact that I had magic. And at this, he sends a spark of yellow energy across the room that you detect as joy Whoa! energy. Wait a minute. He just came. I did it. I fooled them. <laughs> nice of that. <laughs> Really, really accented the See, moment. without Megan here, event has to do double duty yeah. oh, as the, yeah. the innuendo. I do this already. <laughs> this is what I call it. Yeah. True. Alright, the dark. Wait a minute. Why the heck are you a witch hunter? Oh, it seems that you're not entirely familiar. Yes, we hunt magicians. We hunt our own kind. Why? Because magicians have had less than noble attempts for the son of man. Well, yeah, but the Son of Man has had less than noble attempts for us, and now you're just helping him? Here, here, says Darren. <laughs> <laughs> and you think that manages to forgive the long list of crimes committed by witches and wizards in the past? The enthralling of kings to make their petty judgments and grudges simply foretold? And we have to pay for all the grudges that they left behind? Not to pay for grudges, but there must be an arbitrator, a balance to ensure that they do not rise to the same levels of decadence that they do before. <sighs> Whatever. Can we just get this trap over and done with? Fine. I, I think I get it. He's kind of like a wizardy superhero, but for only wizards. So, to me, he goes after bad wizards, yes? Yeah, you're, you're getting the gist. Yeah, yeah, the, the, no, that's that definitely... Oh, that's definitely the, the, the earpiece, yeah. The earpiece. So you're like some sort of magic superhero, then? I wouldn't call exactly what I do super heroics, but if that puts your mind at ease, yes. Hmm. However, I will need to... Hmm. I must go into this prepared. I do hope you can forgive me, but I will need time to prepare for this if I am to be the bait for his particular his bait. Yeah, we've got a couple things to go over ourselves. It's fine. Good. Then we meet back, then we'll meet here... Let's say tomorrow, and head out for the parking garage. Yeah. All right. Tomorrow it is. Mystery just nods. Ah, well then, God be with you, man. It's sort of like it's like he's expecting you guys to leave. Mystery medium is like giving him like the eyes, gives him like I'm watching you, and then picks up the folding chair. <laughs> I'm taking this. <laughs> Please don't. That is from the church's repository. I need it for the plan. <laughs> um, Mr. Medium, I know that you got a bit of a grievance, but you really want to steal from a church? Put the chair back slowly. I'm squinting at him. You win this round. But next time, I'm going to be the round when... <laughs> Bye! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just Bye. follow. Did somebody hold the door for Epimethea? Yeah. Yeah. So. I hold it and. I'm just letting the night air in! It's a hot room! <laughs> Bye! Then I close the door. <laughs> you have a wonderful hope! Close the door. <laughs> it's oh. God's house? <laughs> yeah. Alright. So, how, how do you get oh, better yeah. than God's house? Yeah. So, alright, you have the day to prepare. Alright, so Epimiki needs to reload her stuff, right? Uh, yeah, so I, I'm just gonna switch switch stuff back over to, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Zeus's gattling gun. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm, I'm gonna get rid of the helmet and the, like, I, as much as a sneak attack is useful, that... It kind of, the helmet eats a point. <laughs> so uh, much. Yeah, and somebody needs to be able to cover Kari in this fight, so I'm switching back to the shield. Um, and then... Uh, probably gonna go with the hammer, since we aren't gonna be fighting lots of stuff. Mm. Alright. So what sort of things, like, um, with your knowledge of this guy, what sort of ways will be the most effective? What is he weak to? I really don't know. Well, from the myth you remember from your childhood that was espoused upon while you drunkenly revealed it back to people, uh -huh. um, the Hierophant was a 
wizard long ago who basically believed that there was a nexus point for the eight domains. Yep. And he believed that if he could find that nexus point, he could control all eight domains of magic. God of magic, yeah. Um, the story that you were told was basically he found this nexus, but the power was too great and it destroyed him, and as such, make sure you don't mess with magic. It's very important that you treat it with respect it deserves. Yep. The story Satan tells is that he managed to gain this ability, but didn't actually die. Instead, being separated from the eight domains, thus being completely emotionless. Hmm. Okay. So we need to make him feel. <laughs> right in the field. Ooh, they don't start crying. Unfortunately, because the Hierophant's a myth, you don't really know too much about how he works. Okay. If he has this, like, ability to control all eight domains, that could be problematic, oh. but you're not 100% sure how that would work since you can't feel emotions. Magic is either going to be super effective or not effective at all. Not sure which. Uh, but I think we should have a lot of th different things prepared, which is why we've got everybody here. So and Don't forget, you've got Satan on your shoulders. Yeah, that too. I've always wanted to work with Satan. Alright. We're a really big fan. So with that in mind, yeah, I guess uh, all we can do is just go in and hope for the best. Alright, so we do have a boss fight plan, but I don't know if it's going to take a while. Do we want to keep going? or fight would really take a while. Yeah, especially... It's now 9pm. Yeah. If it's 9, then we should probably wait for the next time. Alright, so... Next. Maybe the harpy will show up. Hey! Yeah, uh, Yeah. that'll make the fight go faster. Yeah! <laughs> well, it means I can go back to my old... Alright, but thank you everyone for joining us on this latest adventure, even though it was a lot of talking and exposition. Oh wait, I do have one thing that we can do before the thing ends. Let's oh. do it. So, secret final special moment. So at some point, does Darien go home? Yeah. Okay. So, um, like, and I'm, do you go home straight from the church? Um, I'll try to not be followed. Okay. So yeah, you eventually get home, and um, you open the door, and Leo and Nat are on the couch playing video games. And he's like, oh, hey, Darian! Who's winning? Uh, I think it's Nat. Nat is beating him horrendously. Don't drink these, okay? They're bad. What's in them? Gas. <laughs> Why? It's part of my work. Okay. You know I'm not supposed to talk about it. And then Darren gives like a little eyebrow wiggle, like. Go to Leo. To Leo? Yeah, but she's talking about the bar. Ah, yes. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah! So, Robot Buddy, um, Darian works at a really interesting place, but it's also bad interesting. It's good interesting, but it's also bad interesting. Like how he's coming down from his helium, yeah. so he's like flowing. He's deflating. <laughs> but yeah, that's why she's got all the weird stuff. Oh yes, I'm also aware of her work. And at this, he actually winks at you. <laughs> but it's like both eyes, it's actually a blink. Like, <laughs> makes it yeah. sound like a shutter for a camera. Yeah. <laughs> Darren just then realizes that... Nat knows her as a superhero, but that Leo doesn't. But then she's like, this is probably not gonna remember. <laughs> <laughs> you told him like five times, and like every time it's just a surprise. It's like a really like deep moment. You like sit down, like, Leo, I something I have to tell you. And then you just tell him, and he's like, What? <laughs> you just We're out of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, that he understands. That's crucial. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, so you I'm assuming you go to bed fairly early. Yeah, I'll chat with Nat and go sleep. Alright. Yeah, he tells you stuff, mostly about the differences between having now a physical body and a virtual simulation. Mostly about how he no longer has to worry about getting stuck in geometry. Darian also smokes some weed before this happens, and he's there for very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's mostly just him being like, oh, like, physical things are fun, like this futon is very bouncy and squishy, it's nice. Are you can dear a port of futon? In the dumpster. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why it's squishy. <laughs> <laughs> Feels almost like there's a person inside! <laughs> Alright, so, the next morning, um, the team hotline gets a call. So who picks it up? Red phone. Yes. Yeah, it goes to... The F it, it actually goes to 
Abunizia's phone, and then if she doesn't pick up, it'll distribute down based on a priority list that Abunizia has put up. Darian's probably last. Uh, <laughs> no, Harpy's last. Harpy's last. Harpy's last. <laughs> What's the priority? Hey, it's the harpy. Fuck you. Leave a message or don't. I don't care. <laughs> Beep. Um, it's actually um, it's actually going to be Station. Okay. Uh, Station. Then I'm gonna say Mr. Medium because on the off chance that that Brandon's the one to. Pick <laughs> up. Uh, then uh, Kari is below that because she doesn't understand phones quite well. That Darian, because while well, she understands both, she's not the harpy, and then the harp because, because she's, she's the, the harpy. harpy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you get a phone call, and your technological wizardry tells you that it's from the Pacific City Police Department. This is Delphi Secretary Torch. Oh, uh, wow! I didn't know you guys have a secretary. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> is um, this is uh, Inspector. Yeah. This is Detective Iverson. I've been assigned to uh, handle your guys's uh, the Axe Gang thing. You guys had a run in with. All right. Uh, uh, how how would you like me to direct your call? Uh, I'm looking for a Darian. He was put down as the next of kin of the victim of the crime. I, I'm not entirely sure how this works. We just have been told to call Darian. I I believe the the uh, Darian. Uh, Darian, uh, I'm, we, we don't have, um, uh, any men named Darian on our... <laughs> no. Um, is there somebody named Darian? Uh, I can, uh, put in a message to our Darian, but, uh, I, I, I don't believe... I'm not sure if this is the right, right person. Uh, look, look, we're looking for whoever the wrong... There's a lot of lizard people on our team named Darian, okay? <laughs> look, I'm, I'm just trying to find the person that was put down as the robot's next of kin. Or, like, relative, or whatever. Current address. Alright, um, please hold for, for a moment. What's the torch, what's the torch waiting music sound like? Do, 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 do. No, it's the, it's the cannery. Jesus, this stuff's loud. Alright, so it just immediately disseminates down to Darian. Yeah, well actually it's Epimethea calling ah. Darian first. Yeah, so Darian. Mm -hmm. Darian says What? <clears throat> uh, the police are gonna call are calling about the robot. I'm gonna put them through if you're good for that. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, and then the call is transferred. Uh, hi, this is, uh, Darian. That's me. What do you want? Uh, well, listen, there have been some developments in the case that I figured that, uh, you guys and Torch would want to know. Though, uh, technically, legally, we're only supposed to contact whoever's the relative of the case. You know, police procedure. Mm -hmm. Hence, you. Well, um, we managed to arrest the Axe Gang. They've been rather cagey about what exactly they were doing with the truck. Though, uh, we were able to find out where exactly the truck was going. It seems that it was, uh, coming from a storage unit that was owned by one Mr. Yates? Claude Yates. And was being... Yes, he's the guy that we beat oh, up. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay, the guy okay. we put into a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The core guy. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. It was a, a storage facility owned by Mr. Claude Yates. Uh, it looks like it was being transferred to a, um, um, a warehouse here. It doesn't exactly say any name on the listing. It seems to be held by a company, Genery Coldings. Uh, that name mean? <laughs> you know, good old Gen Eric. No, no it's Gen Eric. Gen, <laughs> Gen, uh, Gen Eric Coldings. Jared starts laughing. <laughs> okay, okay, so like, um... You know, good old Gen Eric. Cool. So, what's... what... And? Well, we did some digging into the holding company. We couldn't, when we went to check out the property, stuff that looked like it had been moved there pretty recently. Uh, we did some digging. Closest thing we could find is that the only member on the board of directors of this holding company is one Antonio Scari. Uh, he's a well-known accomplice of uh, the Moroni... Is it Moroni or... Uh, Marino. Marino. Of uh, the Marino crime family. We've been looking into it for some time, but, uh, well, this doesn't unfortunately get anything, since there's nothing there that we can really put evidence on. Okay, so, like, um, the axe guys stealing 
from the mob guys. Yes. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. And our pal was supposed to go to the mob guys? Yeah, was supposed to be delivered to the holding facility. Okay. Or to the warehouse. So... Is that all? Nah, I mean, I've got... Yeah, there's not really much to go on. Oh, but there is one other thing. Um, one of them complained when he was in custody that he was uh, unduly forced into coercion. Something about being put into a submission hold and basically told them that he's going to be broken. Uh, I don't really recall. Uh, you know, maybe I should patch you through to uh, Torch's lawyers. <laughs> well, look, look, look. <laughs> Comes right back to Delphi. <laughs> oh, look, look, look. Hi, I'm Fortune's lawyer. Look, just letting you guys know, technically you're an unregistered superhero, which means we shouldn't even really be working with you. But you took out the... But we've got a shiny red phone. You just really want to use it. <laughs> well, that, you also took out a person with 12 grenade launchers, which means nobody in my department had to get in the line of fire. Believe yeah. me, there are a lot of men eternally grateful for that. And that, women. And women. <laughs> there was a woman with 12 grenade launchers. Yes. But, uh, look. These sort of things have a nasty tendency of disseminating. If too many of these particular complaints come forward, you guys will be put under investigation by the Pacific City Defenders. And once that happens, any goodwill that you have with us, us, you know... Blue brows, uh, all that basically goes out the window. Do you call yourselves that? Eh. Blue brows? Is that like blue balls? No, it's because they're police officers. It's like the thin. Yeah, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Pacific City police officers call themselves that. Yeah. Oh, she's still so sad. <laughs> it's it's cop lingo. But look, if that happens, you guys are effectively on your own. And we can't do anything. Story of my life, bro. Just consider it a heads up. Cool. Consider Thanks. the following. Bye. <laughs> <Look>. God. <laughs> but yeah. So other than that, we will leave off um, with that. <laughs> there, there, there's a a screen that popped up in the in the, the hideout. There, that 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 attached the string from a, a bunch of like lines, <laughs> the robot and the different parts of four. Yeah. The the red the red string begins to like spread out. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.